0: Watch the Game is brought to you by Milk is Weird. You can find everything on MilkisWeird.com. Coming up, All-NBA and Jalen Brown's future with the Celtics, the Celtics' future in these playoffs, Spotify Top 25, and Weekly Sports Bets. All right, watch the game. Adam Doucette, Chris Robert, Henry Finch. How you boys doing? Knicks are down 3-1. Been better.
1: I'm, uh, I'm sitting here as a conflicted man, but uh, we'll get mm. into that a little later.
0: Yeah, Henry's conflicted. Chris and I are conflicted. I'm just, man, I went to the Celtics game last night. I was hype. I got a friend. You got money, from huh? From Northeast. I don't got money. Somebody else got it for their graduation. I was very grateful. Somebody, one of my friends from Easton, uh got a graduation gift from his parents. Um, that was Celtics 76ers, Game 5 tickets, and he asked me if I wanted to go. I was stoked. And so we went, and they looked atrocious. Yeah, They, I, I cannot believe, I looked up at the scoreboard. You know how they, they list the live stats on the scoreboard?
1: Mm.
0: I looked up at the end of the game, Tatum had like 30-something. It, it was the worst 30-something that I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. It, like, he so, just looked like, like he was missing shots earlier in the game. It, it, he just looked tentative going to the rim. <laughs> like, he was just afraid to meet Embiid. He didn't want any part of Embiid. They didn't make Embiid feel them at all. Nope. I feel like at least make him feel you. Like, go in there. That, Sometimes you're going to get blocked. Go get blocked. Just, like, make that him That makes so much sense
2: you. that you say that. Because my friend, who's a Celtics fan, and he's a native of Brooklyn, don't ask why, I <laughs> don't know. Um, He was telling me, he was like, what's wrong with Jason Tatum? And I was like... And I looked at the end of the game. I wasn't watching at the end of the game. I looked at the score box, like the scorecard, and I'm like, "What do you mean? What's wrong with Jason Tim? He had like almost 40." Yeah. But then now that you say, it's probably the worst 40 you can probably see. Then
0: I couldn't believe sense. he had. That's why he said that? It felt like a like a. How many s- shots did he have? He was probably quite a few. I don't even know. I, it, it felt to me like a sus 25, like a sketchy mm-hmm. 25. And I looked up, and it was like 34. I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, anyway, we're gonna start. We're gonna get to this. We're going to do NBA. We're going to do Celtics Sixers. We're going to do Knicks Heat with Chris. But first, let's do the updated sports best. We want to start with Chris because Chris, my friend, my friend, you are still in the hole. You have, I, I I didn't want you to be, I bet the same thing as you, the Knicks. I don't know why. Why did I bet on the Knicks? Ah, I don't know why you bet on the Knicks.
2: Me neither. I have a moral obligation to somewhat bet on the Knicks. Um, basically to wrap up ladies and gentlemen um i ended our first month of betting or is it a first month or yeah our first month down 400 bucks (laughs) so there's only one way to go up no the only
0: way to go up is to start winning your bets chris (laughs) there's only one way to to go It's to go up, not down. (laughs) Technically, you could continue to lose money.
2: Oh, you could go down. Technically. (laughs) But I won't. You know why? Because I'm taking a lock tonight. Mm. Taking a lock tonight. LA Lakers plus 260. (laughs) I'm bringing the 260 home. I'm going to offset the 400 negative I have in, in the checkbook right now. Locked in. Plus 260.
0: Terrible bet. No chance. Warriors ain't losing oh. tonight.
2: Are You serious? Yeah. What if they do? Then you just look like the biggest fool. To come that, out of Boston, that, there's I, a lot of them.
0: One of us is gonna look like a total idiot because this podcast is gonna come out like either during or after <laughs> that game. So there will be no ambiguity at all. <laughs> They're gonna listen to this and they'll be like, "Well, one of these people is a total idiot." Uh, Henry, what do you got?
1: Um, I got. I, I also lost last week. We uh, is not a good week for us. Uh, no, Chris. I'm on your side now. Seattle Kraken, stupid team, stupid name. Forget about them. Like, hey, come on, I hate those guys. Forget them. they fake news. So uh, I'm I'm going with a bet that uh, I I don't know if I believe in this bet, but I I'm i I'm taking a page out of Adam's book. Um, and for mm-hmm. those of who don't know, Adam, you said that you don't bet a lot, but when you do, sometimes you like to bet on the team that you don't want to win i did say that because then you win no matter what either you win money or your team wins um so for this for my bet this week i'm taking the sixers plus 110 they're they're baby underdogs barely underdogs um i i don't know who i think's gonna win this game and again we'll get more into that later i'm pulling for the celtics just for like a fun game fun series i want to go seven but but, but I'm betting on the Sixers because, you know, the Adam philosophy, either Celtics win and I'm happy or I win fake money and I'm happy. Mm.
0: Plus, you're from Philly, so exactly. there's that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, th- that works too.
0: I'm actually going to go the opposite. I'm going to take the Celtics. I, and I believe that this is the first time in... this Is is this week six? This is week six. Mm-hmm. I believe this is the first time I've bet on a favorite. Mm. I've trying to g- been going with the plus odds but I'm going to bet on the Celtics this week. I'm in the red for the first time since week 1, unfortunately. I lo- I was at plus 95 last week. I lost the bet, so I'm not I'm at negative $5. Um so I'm going to go with the favorite, get me back in the positives. Celtics against Philadelphia. The seas are -130. So that's bet 100 for a payout of $176.92. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How does that work? Because if it's minus, then it's not like if it was plus 130, then it'd be 100 to make 130. But it's minus, uh-huh. so it's like y- you get into the cents. What? There's cents involved, it's, it's fractions. See, <laughs> this is why I don't bet on favorites, because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Minus one thirty means you have to bet one hundred thirty to make a hundred. So if you bet a hundred, then it's going to be that you ratio. You seventy six. So you win seventy six. Yeah, seventy six ninety two out of a hundred is a hundred out of one thirty.
2: So it's a hundred. So basically, it's a hundred divided by whatever the line is. So a hundred divided by one thirty, whatever that fraction is, is what you get.
0: A hundred out of yeah, it's the same ratio. Oh, yep, yep. Chris, is double checking. Well, Chris double-checks. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back for segment number two. See you in a sec. All right, back here. Watch the game. All NBA. It is right now 7.08 on May 10th. When you're listening to this, it's probably going to be maybe later on May 10th, possibly May 11th. Or if you take a long time to listen, it could be later. But moral of the story is that all NBA teams, first, second, and third, just came out. Um, I thought it was the fake Sham Sharania account because all of these uh, Sham accounts have the blue check marks now, but it's the real one. So if you didn't know, if you haven't heard by now, first team, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I like that. Uh, Luca, Joel Embiid, Tatum, and Giannis. Second team is Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Jimmy Butler, uh, Nikola Jokic. That's crazy. We can talk about that. Uh, Jalen Brown which is huge, and we're definitely going to talk about that. And third team is Dame, De'Aaron Fox, LeBron, Julius Randle, and Sabonis. Uh, let, let's just do quick thoughts before we get I really want to talk about the Jalen Brown thing because that has huge, huge, huge contract implications, but just immediate thoughts on the all-NBA teams.
2: I don't know. There's two thoughts. Well, I don't know how Jokic went second team. The only thing I can think of is that they ran out of votes for big men. Which I think they said they're gonna change going forward is that they're not gonna do it by position anymore. That it's just gonna be top voter like vote getters. Um, So I'm pretty sure that's why. But I, I don't understand why Julius Randle makes the All NBA 13, but not Jalen Brunson. When I feel like Jalen Brunson was more of a catalyst for their success. Um, If you look at the, I mean, I guess the numbers. Julius Randle, what did he average? 25, 10 rebounds and four assists on 46% from the field. Jalen Brunson, 24, three rebounds, six assists, 49% for the field, 42% from three. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being nitpicky. And maybe I'm just mad at Julius Randle right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I also feel like Brunson being the new guy and coming in and have a lot of success especially when a lot of people didn't think he was worth that money is something yeah. that might sway some people but apparently not enough um Henry you got any quick thoughts before we talk about Jalen Brown I I yeah you go Henry. I, I have a thought about Jokic.
1: no only thing that yeah I mean I think same things both you said that like you look at Jokic how is it possible that he's not first team and I think it Chris I think you're right is just position which I think is stupid I think it's like Jokic was one of the best top top five best players in the league. He was probably the second best player in the league. Like He should have been all NBA first team. So I'm glad they were getting rid of that. But yeah, I mean, I also got thoughts on Jalen Brown. So Adam, you
0: go ahead. Yeah, just quickly on Jokic before we touch on Brown. The the position thing, I can see both sides. And and I can see the side where it's like, okay, it's an all NBA team. It's like, what is the best Mm -hmm. team that we can put on the court at one time? You need positions for that. I get it. But if we're going to have contract implications, mm-hmm. then let's make it positionless. I'm I'm on board with that because to me, Jokic is probably the best player in the league right now. Embiid MVP, like it's close. And Giannis is right there. And Curry's always right there. But like Shea Gilgis-Alexander, as much as I love the guy, and I really do, like Jokic though. Yeah, Jokic need to be on that first team. Um, so I kind of like the positionless thing. Let's touch on Jalen Brown. Um, I wanna lay out some of the contract implications for this, and this is why we waited to do the pod until seven. Because he made second team tonight, I, I thought he was gonna make third team, but because he made any of the three All NBA teams tonight, um, he will be eligible to sign a five-year designated veteran extension that begins after next season and is worth 35%. Of a team's salary cap. Hmm. So that's a supermax contract. Let me quickly explain the supermax contract for people that don't know. A max contract in the NBA is 30% of a team's salary cap. A supermax contract is 35% of a team's salary cap. You have to have seven years of NBA experience to qualify for these. Um, and you can only sign a supermax with the team that you were on a rookie contract with. So you can get traded on your rookie contract and sign it with a new team, but if you get traded during your second contract, no dice, no Supermax. So like, for example, Donovan Mitchell gets traded to Cleveland during his second contract. Donovan Mitchell cannot get a Supermax contract from Cleveland because he got traded. He was not on Cleveland for his rookie contract. Uh, this is Brown's seventh year. Because he made All-NBA team, He it's very likely that he will stay a Celtic because if he didn't, then all of these teams can offer him the same amount of money. But because he did, the Celtics can offer him a lot more money, especially because he's on such a great contract now. This guy's making like 25 million bucks a year right now, which sounds like a lot of money, and it is a lot of money. But My it's NBA. not a lot of money for his level of player. Like that is a, it might be too good of a contract. Well, let me explain. So, even if he wants to get traded say he does not want to be here he doesn't like it he doesn't like the team he doesn't get along with Tatum he doesn't he hates Boston whatever even if that's the case he's probably going to stay because if he doesn't stay the reduction in pay is so sizable that it just doesn't make that much sense um if you trade him the new team cannot give him a contract extension worth more than And that's a new rule. That is a brand new rule. It used to be 20%. Now it's 40%. But even at the bigger 40%, that's way less than if he stayed with Boston and got the Supermax. 35% of the salary cap in 2025. Have you looked up what the salary cap is projected to be in 2025? 171 million. (laughs) That is almost $60 million a year for Jalen Brown. And he makes 25 right now. So I don't know, 40% of 25 plus 25 is a lot less than 60, I'll tell you that. So yeah, this, to me, makes it seem like he's definitely going to stay. The only thing that I can't, uh, and I can't imagine this happening, but the only thing that I can even think of is that the Celtics go, okay, we got Brown at 35% of our team's salary gap, and we got Tatum at 35%. That's 70%. If we don't think Brown's worth it, then maybe we should think about trading him, but Brown's not going to ask for a trade, even if he wants to be traded, even if he'd rather not be here. He's not going to ask for a trade before he signs this. I don't.
2: I don't. So maybe, may,
0: may it if it's if it's a five year extension, you don't think they're going to give it to him? What? No. When
2: you put it when I'd you put shocked. it like that, well, no, no, no. I I think they have to because it's like, why wouldn't you? But when you put it like that, it kind of begs the question: of, Well, do they think he's worth it? Because they, they think he's worth 25, at least, obviously. Do they think he's worth almost 60? Because now we're opening into the threshold of, not in terms of talent, but in terms of pay, he's going into the threshold of superstar. Mm-hmm. And do, do,
0: do you see him as a superstar? Not a star. Do you see him as a superstar? It is insane that you can be making $60 million a year and not even be your team's best player. Yeah, (laughs) that's wild. Yep. That's wild. Henry, do you have thoughts on this?
1: Well, it's funny because I I was thinking, I was thinking about Jalen Brown earlier today and without even considering all NBA. And the thought I had was if the Celtics do not win a championship in the next two years before his contract is over, I did not foresee any scenario where he stays because he's made it clear that like, he doesn't love Boston. Um, And if the team... You know, if they made the championship last year and they don't win in the next two years, they're going to be making some changes. I didn't see any possibility that he was staying. Um, Now, I think you're probably right. I think because so the quick man, if he gets traded, he would be eligible to make. I think if I did the math right around like 35, 40 million Versus mm-hmm. which is that's a lot that's 25 million less than he could be making um and i don't think he hates boston or the team enough to give up 25 million dollars a year for five years like that's ridiculous yeah so i I mean i'm glad he deserves this he deserves to make second team absolutely he i think he deserves a super max contract i think him and tatum are you know one of the top you know maybe the top like two person tandem in the league when they're at their best. I think there's a lot of issues with this Celtics team that we'll get into, but Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are not the issues. So I hope the Celtics don't trade him. I would understand where they were coming from, but I really hope they don't. Um, and I think he doesn't want to leave now. He shouldn't.
2: Yeah. but they're uh, Yeah. They're not the issue, but how can you solve the issue if you got no money to solve the issue?
0: I don't think there is an issue with a roster. Well, I'll be upfront about I, that. Personally,
2: I, like I think Jalen Brown does deserve the money. But this is—I feel like this is not about what Jalen Brown wants. This is about what the Celtics want. Do they want to pay him that money? Do they want to tie up seventy percent of their cap into two players? Not because like Jalen, um, Jason Tatum deserves it. Jalen Brown deserves it. Jason Tatum's already going to get it, but. They need to construct a roster. It's difficult to construct a roster when the bulk of your money is tied up into two guys, and especially with the rate at which the 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 pay for these players are increasing, twelve million dollars for a role player is nothing now. So I just I don't know how you can construct a roster properly with just thir- with ten other players with thirty percent of your cap.
1: Uh, I just don't. But 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 here's the thing: if, if they get rid of Jalen Brown because they don't want to spend the money, then yeah, they'll spend that money in other places, but they'll just be piecing together players to try and get the production that they would get from one player in Jalen Brown.
2: Unless they go to free agency and find somebody with similar production for
1: for less. Right now, I don't think there is someone like that.
2: That's a possibility.
0: I think this I think this whole debate m- makes me think about how important this year is. Mm-hmm. Like, if the Celtics lose to the 76ers in the second round, Celtics fans should be really disappointed. And next year is also really important. And last year was important. Like these championship went. not every team is Golden State. That is the anomaly. Usually these NBA players move. They don't stay in the place they're drafted. They don't stay in one place a long time. KD, he's one of the best, probably top 15 players of all time. He was in OKC. And then he was like, all right, I'm done with this. I want to move. And then he moved again. And then he moved again. And it's like these players just don't stay in one place. So the championship windows are not that long. And with the roster that they have right now, like you, you should be really disappointed if they don't get it done. Um, They, they, like, they really need to win a championship. These windows do not last.
2: At what point does it start to be like, okay, then what is the issue? Cause you, I feel like you guys have had this window open for about three years now. When does that window close? When do you give up on the window? Or when do you start to shift your focus within the window from like, all right, we had a window for three to four years with Jalen and Jason didn't work. We gotta let's shift.
0: Yeah, but let's like, get somebody what, else other than Jalen. What do you? Shift I'm not. To I'm
2: not like. saying I know who. Shift to another player. Shift. I don't know what it, do trade. I I don't know what the shift is, but doing the same thing over and over again and not succeeding it's insanity. Yeah, but so I, if it's not working,
0: I, I would not be shifting right now mm-hmm. if I was Brad Stevens. Oh, yeah. Like so if you lose, if you, really
2: lose if you lose, against the 76ers, what do you do? You just bring it back? Yep. I would. How many times? I just know. I yeah. Because if you bring it back next year, I don't think you're going to win again.
1: I think they have a better chance because, well, I, I don't know if we want to get into the Celtics right now, but I think I, I mostly agree with you, Adam, when you said that the roster is not the biggest issue right now. I think it's the coaching. And the coaching isn't bad, but... I mean, the Celtics got screwed with their coaching in the last couple of years. They had Ime, who was a great coach, and then that whole thing blew up. You out. know, went with him. Yeah, exactly. And that's okay. I think everyone last year was like, damn, we were so close. But now, like, everyone felt comfortable because you don't really expect them to come that close. So if Ime had stayed, I think we'd be looking at a completely different scenario right now. But we're not. We're looking at another brand new head coach who's got to get his feet under him. And he's made some mistakes. So I think another year we can learn from his mistakes. I don't think you blow it up yet.
2: What what are the mistakes that you, f- you feel like the coach has done? Or what do you think is so bad about the coach that is to a point where you guys are able to say comfortably that that's the reason why we won't win a championship if we do not?
1: I mean, well, I mean, just talking about this series, I just like I think there have been some questionable decisions about the lack of adjustments uh, i think it, the issues that the soldiers have had this series have been the same issues every game and it's they've it seems to me they've been coming playing with the mentality of like no no like we'll figure it out we'll figure it out we'll get past it we'll get past it and they aren't um and so whether it's personnel like you know i think grant williams should have played a whole lot more yesterday and he didn't and too. i think that's on joe for not to put him in and for you know, Horford just wasn't having it yesterday and that's okay. He should have pulled Horford a lot earlier than he did. So I, I think, and that's things you just learn as a first year head coach where you never been in the playoffs before. You never been in the scenario. You just got to figure it out with making some mistakes.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think Missoula is a bad coach. Hmm. I just think this is what it looks like in year one. And it's just a tough situation because like this, this is this team's window. So it's tough to throw a year one coach at this team with this window.
2: I'm I'm not saying this is what y'all are saying, but if if after, say you guys lose, or whatever the case may be, I just don't want Celtics fans to be like, oh, we had a new coach. You know, it's okay. It's, it's not okay. You guys are, are meant to win a championship right now. Despite who your coach is, you guys have the roster construction. You guys have the front office. You guys have the training staff. God knows whatever else you guys have in there to win. I don't want you guys to lose, and then all the fans are like, "Ah, oh, you know, let's just cough it up to the coach. We'll get him next year. No, no, no. You're supposed to win. I, I don't want you to put it on Joe Mazzula.
0: Somebody showed me a meme yesterday, and it was like, I, I'm not a big meme guy, and I, I, I'm going to butcher the explanation, but it was like it said, girls, and then it said goes back. It, it, the premise was like you're going back in time. What are you going to do? And it was like, girls. And it was this little girl like going up to this other little girl and being like, "You're my grandmother!" Oh my gosh! And then it was like boys, and it was like this like kid going up to Eme Udoka and being like, "Please do not commit adultery." <laughs> uh, it was just funny. Was, you had to see it, but it was funny. Um, all right, we're gonna take another quick break, and we will be back with more. Watch the game. See you in a sec. All right, back here. Watch the game. One final segment for you. We're gonna break down a little bit more of Celtics Sixers from last night, what's today, Wednesday? It was Tuesday night's game. I was at Tuesday night's game. Man, I was I was appreciative to be there. I was glad to be there, but it was a tough watch. That was a tough watch. They came out bad, they played bad in the second, they played real bad in the third. And then the only glimmer of hope was when they pulled all of the starters and <laughs> put in like Hauser and Pritchard and like Cornette and they went on this like little run and the place was going crazy. Half the place had already filed out. Uh, but it was it was too far gone. The six was dominated wide to wire. So we were talking about some things about Joe Missoula in the last segment. And just talking about um, like some of the things in hindsight you would do differently. The things that come to obviously hindsight is 2020, 20, and you would always do things differently if you could go back and do them differently. So I'm not blaming Joe Missoula, but if we could do that. These are the things that stuck out to me. Uh, Henry, you said Paul Horford earlier. Horford shot a bunch of threes last night. Approximately zero of them went in. Like, he, he just was not hitting last night. Approximately? Approximately. I'm just, give or take. Could have been one, could have been negative one. It was about zero. Um, I thought they put should have put in Rob Williams earlier. Hmm. I, you talk about Grant, but I feel like Rob, they put him in, but if he's healthy, you got to give him some run. But I also feel like when he did get in, he was a little bit tentative. He wasn't, like, really defending the rim. He was good. He he had his hands up and stuff. But um, I I thought you could have gotten a little bit more out of Rob. Henry, I agree with you. I would have put Grant in earlier. I would have tried Pritchard earlier. Mm -hmm. To me, Pritchard is, like, an energy guy. And he's somebody that you can put in and just, like, not, like, to kick the other guys in the ass, but to be, like, to bring the energy and be like, all right, it's time to go. Like, we got to... And it's sort of a signal to the other guys, too. Like, we need more energy. Mm -hmm. If you're putting in that type of guy who's like, at least on this team, a backup, backup point guard, then it's like, all right, we're going to this guy now. So it's sort of a kick in the butt to the other guys to get it going. Um, I didn't love what I saw from Tatum last night. I thought it was a a relatively hollow 30-plus point performance. He was fine. He missed a bunch of shots. He looked tentative going to the rim. Embiid, man, Embiid is dominant defensively. And just his presence, I mean, he had a chase down block on Jalen Brown. He had a bunch of blocks. But just him being there and how big he is and how high he can get and his anticipation, he's just like a presence down there. And he really repelled guys last night. And I did not feel at all like the Celtics made them made Embiid feel them. At all. Like the just tentative drive and kicks and and especially with the shots not going down. I just I didn't see it last night from the Celtics. Um Henry, I, I'm curious if you have a little bit of a Sixers perspective. Like do you, how do you feel about the Sixers because I feel like in general both these teams fan bases are a bit tentative about both these teams. Like they don't 100% trust them.
1: No, no, I think you're right and I think the reason for me that I don't trust either of these teams right now is because I think the Celtics are playing right now like their worst basketball as a team and the Sixers are playing their best basketball as a team. The Sixers are playing to and above their potential and if they can play like this every game for the rest of the playoffs i think they absolutely can win the championship but that's just not conceivable they're gonna have bad games they're and they're even gonna have mediocre games i think if they had mediocre games and the celtics would have wrapped up this series already so they're playing great Embiid, he looks completely healthy like he looks like he never had an injury and like you said he's dominant on both sides of the ball harden has you know found his thing he's just when he's making shots, he's making shots, and when he's not, he's just giving it to other guys. Terrence Max, he went crazy last night. Like they are just playing as well as they can. Um, and then, you know, one shot shout out that I've heard a lot of, you know, going back to the coaching thing, I've heard a couple of people be like, Doc Rivers is just wiping the floor with Joe Missoula. He is, just, and he is, but I think that's partially because he has this advantage of his guys are just playing out of their minds right now. Yeah. So I love what I'm seeing, and you know i think i am pulling for the celtics but if the sixers win i'll obviously be rooting for them um and if they keep playing like this i'm confident with them against anyone but i mean they're just they're just playing out of their minds right now and i don't know how they can keep it up
0: yeah two quick sixers thoughts um tyrese maxey was great last night he was shooting it well he's so fast I like that guy. I,
2: don't, I love him. I don't like him. What? You don't like do him? not guys. like him?
0: No, 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 not personally.
2: Personality <laughs> is great. I not. I feel like not like is, is strong. When I watch him, sometimes he gives me like that spark of like, oh shit, this kid's great. But then sometimes I watch him and it's like, he's just not. He's a like, eh. He's mediocre, and that's fine. You don't got to be a, a superstar to be good in this league. You can you can have a great career doing what he's doing just every now and then have those spark plug games off the bench um but i don't know i feel like people talk about him like he is a, he is a star or bound to be a star soon i don't see it yet from his i don't know maybe i'm just being harsh on him
1: he's young he's real young yeah yeah he looks young yeah. so i think in the next 3 years
0: he'll be a top 10 point guard i could see it i could see it you you like a like an off ball guy too? Mm-hmm, yeah, like a two. You can play the two. He's just yep. really quick. Um, has some good scoring moves. If he can shoot it like a little bit more consistently, he shot it unbelievably last <laughs> night. He's great every every time the Celtics made at any amount of a run, uh, the Sixers and specifically Maxi had an answer. The other thing I was gonna say about Philadelphia is watching Embiid in this series and especially last night in person, man, he has that face up jumper, like mid range jumper. <laughs> whenever he wants like he yep. can literally get that shot at every possession if he felt like it and when it's going good luck yep that's why he's that's why he's winning scoring titles and mvps and, and stuff like that because that's shot, like there's nothing you can do he's just so big and he has the high release and if he's in the mid-range and you got one guy guarding him he can either pump fake and he'll go by you and like like jam it down your throat <laughs> or He's just gonna hit the the fifteen foot jumper, so that's that's scary when he's hitting those. Yep. Uh, Chris, do you have any Knicks Heat thoughts?
2: It's it's quick. I don't understand how your game plan and your effort can just completely flip flop from one series to the next. Because we won, we weren't our favorites to win the first series against Cleveland, and we won by our rebounding specifically our offensive rebounding second chance points tough defense we got to every 50 50 ball or anything that was on the ground we were throwing our bodies on there it was three guys going in for the rebounds looking at the rim um guys showing on defense and rotating back to the corners and cover the weak side they were just doing all the little things that you need to do to win when you're not as talented against the team you're playing and they just not doing that and i don't understand why because you're just coming off a series where that worked that's which that's you that's your identity as a team you work hard you get offensive rebounds second chance boys you play tough defense you rotate to the weak side and they just didn't do that there's no reason why Kyle Lowry should have three offensive rebounds in a game when it's four guys in the paint that can't happen there's no reason why a rebound is at the free throw line and you get three second chance you get three Second chance, I guess not a second chance, a second and third and fourth chance for the Heat to score. That you can't win ball games like that. It's just it's not gonna happen, especially not a team coached by, by Spolstra, not a team with Jimmy Butler on it, not a team with Bam Adebayo on it, not a team with Kevin Love on it, not a team with Kyle Lowry on it, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, list goes on. The effort has to be there. And then when asked about the effort, Mr. Julius Randle, uh, I don't know, maybe they wanted more. <laughs> what the fuck are you what are you talking about? And and you can't be a leader of a team and say shit like that. Even if that's if that's your way of trying to fire your team up, you got a wrong way to do it. You can't go to the press and be like, "Well, I guess they wanted more." No, that's something you tell talk to them in house. And you can't be a face of a team if you're gonna say shit like that. And it's, if you're gonna play as bad as he's been playing,
0: Chris, fuck. And, and you think that that man has a cuter son than Deuce Taylor? <laughs> Shaking yeah. my head
2: deuce tatum gotta watch his dad put up 40 shots to score 40 i don't hear nothing (laughs) all
0: right gonna take one more quick break we'll be right back for another segment see you in a sec all right back here watch the game quick music segment for you we have an update on our so we usually we do top 10 of the spotify top 50 usa charts and we each pick our favorite this week there's just been too many songs that just sit on the chart for a long time, so we're expanding it to top twenty-five. Um, before we get to our our favorite picks out of top twenty-five, I have a, a quick take that's more of a question. Um, why is there so much Spanish language music all of a sudden? I feel like it is taking over. Chris, I know you love the the Spanish. But I'll be, I mean, you speak Spanish, so like that's a that's a sizable advantage in the listening, but. <laughs> Is is there like albums getting released or something? There's four, four out of the top It's not albums, to be honest with you. Non
2: being non biased because all the songs right now are actually Mexican, so I have no like cultural affiliation to them. But if you listen to the songs and you kind of understand them or not understand them, they're catchy and they kind of like I don't know they they're nice to listen to. And then two TikTok also plays a big part. So the one that A I Y La Sola, it's one of the I think number one trending sounds on TikTok for the past couple weeks. Um and then yesterday I was walking to the gym and I saw these two white girls playing it like on their iPhone walking, trying to decipher what he was saying. I'm like, <laughs> you can just plug this shit into Google Translate or you can ask a handsome fella like myself and I'll explain it. But they, they didn't do either. Mm. So that's the luck to them. Yeah, they're lost. But yeah, I mean you should listen to them. I think you understand them, but they're catchy.
0: Yeah, yeah. They they were catchy. They, there's a lot of like that boot yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i'm with it i just i don't know or what the hell they're saying well, so. i think it's called it yeah whatever he said um <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll start and and it really took me a minute to to parse through the top 25 i'm gonna go with song number 25 I knew and it. i feel like i'm cheating a, uh, yeah, yeah i feel like i'm cheating a little bit but I'm going to have to say my guy, J. Cole, No Role Models. It's like, what, six, seven, eight, nine? It's like, not, what, nine years old? Came out 2014? So suck. far, I still drive. Um, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit. But also, it's the best song in the top 25 to me right now. So I'm going to do it. I hate you. Give me No Role Models. You, you suck. You, first of all, Chris, let, let me be clear. I You do like that song, right? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It's a good song.
0: All right. I just want to make sure.
2: I don't like 90% of the shit you listen to, but that's a good song.
0: That's fair. That's fair enough.
2: What do you got, Chris? My favorite out of the top 25 as of late is AMG, which is number 14, or I Am A Hay, the way they say it in the song. The song is great. It's catchy, and it's about a guy, or they're singing about... Like growing up wanting like Mercedes AMGs and and Mercedes S class and C class vehicles and whatever and they ever wanted as a kid and now they've bought them all. It's at a yeah, ripe age of they I think all three of them are in their early twenties.
0: Ripe, yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Henry?
1: I uh, well, I, I I'm uh I'm gonna have to go with you, Adam. Kind of in that I'm cheating. Um, I didn't pick no role model. Don't say us Swift. But it it's got to be Cruel Summer. That song. Are you fucking kidding me? That (laughs) hook of that song is the best hook in the 25. Easy. And you listen to that bridge. It is ridiculous. She sucks. No
2: chance. I could have named you a a Taylor Swift song off the top of my head. That's your fault. I think it's the greatest thing apart about, about about me no. that I don't write any songs about her.
0: Chris takes pride. <laughs> I thought I had a strong take a month ago when uh, when we were in California, and I said I, yeah. I think Taylor Swift might be overrated. Chris, like I, I straight up, so. this girl sucks. Straight up,
2: I mean, I'm also know. dramatic. She's not only shock, <laughs> no, but yeah, she's I definitely don't. not. She's not what people make her seem to be. Yeah. Chris is a drama queen. Uh,
1: <laughs> I, I do uh, have to say though. I almost picked this song and I didn't, but Fast Car by Luke Combs. Oh my, that you didn't know you can't, you're so cheating. I was
2: going to say it. That was my next, my it next. Uh, so good. That man too.
1: can make a cover. Oh my God.
2: So go ahead, Adam, if you want to continue. Well,
0: I was just going to say, I almost picked that song too. And it, yeah. my rationale was going to be, I think it's the best song in the top 25 and he's got a great voice and mm-hmm, he does it mm-hmm. justice. So, yeah, I, I was really close. I, I feel like I had to pay my respects to uh, Jermaine and No role Models. But, uh, yeah, that cover of Fescar, yeah, really good. Yeah,
2: because I don't really like country, but this song, the song itself, the original is not country. And I like the original song. It's really like, it's poppy. It reminds me of, I think, 2016 is what it reminds me of, 2017. Um, it's a great song. And then when I heard it, I'm like, oh, shit, got a little guitar going. He ain't got a fast car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad like that. Sometimes the Southern accent drives me insane. No, uh, he, yeah. he's just got a good enough voice yeah. i it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's going to do it. Thanks to Henry Finch. Thanks to Chris Robert. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you next week.
2: Uh, I'm a sober soul. I say glory rose. With some dogs you violate me. They gonna send you home. They'll get you gone.